going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say... You really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Hello, Tom. How are you? I am very well, thank you. Very well. I had a nice couple of days down in your neck of the woods. Oh, go on, where? Stayed in Southampton, didn't I? Did you like it? You know, there are sworn enemies in Pompey. Are they? Oh, oh yeah. Of course, oh, they are yeah. neighbouring towns. Yeah. Oh, but I love the Hamptons. Um, but I do love Portsmouth. I stayed in a nice, a nice hotel in Southampton. Very nice indeed. And I had a nice time. I very much approved of their decor. What was it like? Was it very... Was it... Can I guess? Yeah. Was it sort of beach vibe? It was beach... Nautical. Nautical, nautical beach vibe, 50s edge. A bit like getting on the Royal Yacht Britannia. How lovely. Very nice. Very sort of, you know, those kind of nice navy blues, mm. maybe a zigzaggy orange cushion. Yes, very into that sort of thing. You've, you've been on a couple of cruises, haven't you? Well, of course. <laughs> but... Um, on a boat, yeah, I did those gay cruises, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, they sound really fun. Yeah, Atlantis. I um, And there's the girls' ones, Olivia, apparently. Yeah, but the lineups. I think you've got to be quite famous to do it. No, I think they have a mix. Really? <laughs> well, they did when I did it. I, I did it with, like, Kathy Griffin. What was she like? Um, she came on after I got off. Annoying. We won't be on the same boat together. Oh, is that right? Fair yeah. enough. It would it would capsize. Um, no, the <laughs> it was just so much fun, and it was a very uncynical lot of fun. Like I was just like, oh, it's just this lovely. Everyone's having Ameri- a nice time. It was very American. Very American. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's the thing. I really like that because I think often Americans are a bit more chilled out about who they're displaying that they are or something. Yeah. Like I think was, we have that sort of. British upper lip, stiff upper lip. Yeah, who who we're supposed to be. Yeah. So, Susie, how much did you enjoy reading The Economist recently? Do you know what? I thought it was great because Mm. I always feel like I don't... I always feel like I don't really know what's going on and I always feel a bit mm, sort of shamed by it. Because yeah, but it's who like, does? Who's got time? Oh, my God. I yeah. feel like I need to be taking in so much. Well, yeah. And so sometimes I find when I'm reading newspapers, there's a lot of jargon in it. Yeah. It's, oh, it's really Skewed. left-wing or yeah, right-wing. Yeah. And I just felt like it was just giving me facts yes. about stuff I really needed to know and in, in a way that I could happily digest it and go, OK, well, I feel like I've learned a little bit and I get an idea of what is happening. Really informed, isn't it? Yeah. Really, really fact-based. We've talked about sources, like where people get their news and their information from and I just really loved reading it I thought it was so intelligent but in an accessible way and it covered like all these stories that you don't get in the mainstream media 
yet. Absolutely. It's a great way to get like a grasp on what's happening in the world without just getting a few opinions from people on like Twitter and stuff. Absolutely. It's a really good way to educate yourself. And The Economist are doing an offer where if you go to economist.com forward slash like-minded, they'll give you a free copy. You just enter your details, they send you a free copy. Directly to your door? Directly to your door. I mean, that's the thing. Just why wouldn't you give that a try? Yeah. It's a light magazine to read. It's not all about economics. It's about everything happening yeah, in the world. Yeah, technology, art, news. Yeah. Everything. Loads of stuff about culture. Yeah, loads. It's a really great way to stay informed about things, which I think is a responsibility we and all have. And isn't it always great to have, like, something that you know about if you're going to dinner or something? Oh, my goodness. You're going to be the toast of the town. Everyone's going to want you at their table. So if you go to economist.com forward slash like-minded, you can get a free copy of the magazine delivered directly to your door. That's economist.com forward slash like-minded. Would you ever go on a gay holiday? A holiday? A holiday, if you will. Or a, a lolliday. It's a lesbian holiday. A lolliday, yeah, why not? Well, um, I've yeah. been to Lesbos. Is it quite lesbian there? Yes. Oh, it is. It doesn't yeah. live up to its name. Yeah, it really does. It does it. What are the... Oh, at least it did 10 years ago when I went. I don't suppose it's changed. I wouldn't um, What are the accoutrements of a lesbian island holiday? Um, there was... Like... like a minute? <laughs> on the beach? <laughs> no, it's all just like a lot of coffee shops and hummus. Okay. Places where people, there might be some a girl with an acoustic guitar. Oh, yeah, you know, that, that sounds sort of nice. Thing. Lovely. 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 Maybe some, um, like, water sports. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly spat out my coffee there. <laughs> some water sports, oh, yes, I'm sure. Like, you know, being dragged around on a jet ski, that sort of carry yeah. on. In quite a competitive way or quite a fun way? Oh. I think it could get competitive, but of mm. course I wouldn't have got involved in any of that. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I can imagine this. Is there some sort of climbing wall? I feel like you pro- could probably find one on the island if you wanted to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Table tennis on the beach? Yeah, I would assume so. Volleyball? Sure. Some sort of tournament? Yes, yes, mm. definitely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then like a lot of people who are sort of quite lean gym bunnies. Mm-hmm. That sort of carry on, you know? Would there be that same sort of posturing that there is in a lot of gay... Um, holiday experiences whereby like there's always like a few peacocks who love to like be like yeah I go to the gym all the time yeah I think so and a few actual peacocks and actual peacocks yeah. so you know of course everybody loves a bird sanctuary do you know what I mean mm. me can't get enough birds <laughs> can't get enough of birds absolutely the whole island and maybe some sort of uh, local art gallery we could buy pottery would that be part of it yes sure mm. Mm. sure maybe somewhere that you could learn to do some pottery <gasps> That would be nice. I would love to do that. It looks very hard. It well when it when it's in the furnace, yeah. When it's been in the kiln. I would like to have a go on a potter's wheel. Would you? Yeah. Whilst playing George Michael's spinning the wheel? No, whilst playing the Everly Brothers. Uh, oh, 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 oh. That sort of thing, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah that sounds very nice. That would be nice. But I would like to go on a uh, I, I think it'd be really fun to go on a gay female cruise. Maybe I should tell my agent that I want to do that. Speak to speak to said agent, yeah. Hello, Flo. <laughs> I know Flo. you listen. <laughs> so, we like to use this to suggest things. Sometimes we, <laughs> sometimes you know, it's better to just connect with our agent through the medium of a podcast than. It's a nice subliminal message. It's you know, a nice way yeah. of doing it. Like I say, I really enjoy. It. I've not been to Gran Canaria, which of course is a is that a gay hotspot? It's a gay hotspot in every way. I think it is a little. Uh, it's kind of the, what is the word, trashier <laughs> end of the sure. spectrum. Whereas I think somewhere like Mykonos, I think is a bit more like... I always um, feel like Mykonos is gays with money. Absolutely. Wealthy old gays in linen. 
Oh, I love wealthy old gays in them. Maybe an older gay in his 50s. He's got a goatee. He's got some quite nice, thickly rimmed glasses, no pun intended. And linen trousers and maybe a leather sandal, which would not be acceptable anywhere else, but on this occasion would Would he have maybe a younger partner? Absolutely. The partner would be approximately (laughs) 20 and a half. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. And would they be going out there for Mm, the season? Potentially, yeah, potentially, yeah. Cool. Um, Because, yeah, young Graham would probably be like... A dancer? yeah. Sure. But, you know, he just wanted to recover after doing Panto. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's really wonderful. And what would out. the daddy, what would his job be, Tom? I think he probably used to work in finance, actually. Sure. He worked in the city or maybe worked in New York even. Lovely. Um, yeah, worked for a big, like, financial organiser, worked for Barclays or something. Sure. Got quite senior there in something that, like, if you asked what it was, you, no one would understand Yeah. It. And does he still probably have shares in it? Yeah, probably some sort of share option. But the money's not working for itself. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he worked there. He he worked at ICAP for a few years. Sure. Um, Now he's mainly doing consultancy, which he can do a lot of the time remotely, so he can work from the island. Absolutely. He can do it, you know, whenever, really. You know, a couple of months on, a couple of months off. Sometimes he travels quite a lot, so he's a lot of time in Singapore or... Sure. But he'll do that, like, on the way to L.A. for a few weeks. Yeah, he stays with his um, friends in L.A., yeah. Sure. There you go. Sometimes that's when Graham's probably doing his pantomime. Of course. Yeah. Of course, Graham would be doing pantomime at some point. He'd be doing pantomime in some... Twice to three times a year. (laughs) Twice to three times a year. And um, and would be absolutely exhausted by it. Oh, and would be telling... Everyone, how tired he was. How tired he was by it. It's ridiculous, he'd say. It's so tiring. We do nine shows a week. We do 85 shows a day. and All it, of that sort of thing. All of that sort of thing. But then the rest of the year, there's no need to work as there. Jump on. I imagine if Graham's flying on his own, Mike probably just... He'll pay for a business class, but he won't pay for a first class. But I reckon Mike will probably go to BA first. I would say Mike probably goes BA first. Uh, but he might get there a bit earlier. Graham might join him later. Graham might join him later, yeah. Or Graham might just hop on an easy jet flight to meet him in, like, you know, Marrakesh or something. Sure. Correct. Do you do this when you see people, like, on the bus? I'm like, oh, what's your life? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's what I do. It's fun to do that, though, isn't it? Tom, talking of travel, we haven't spoken about the fact that you were in New York. <gasps> I had a lovely time. So, you, Easter weekend, the Hamptons, all of the gays. So, I had such a lovely time. I flew in on Good Friday. Great Friday. Great Friday, it turned out, to fly. Landed. Went to... Who did you fly with? Virgin. Ironic. Right. Yet another thing to sit on. And, um, <laughs> and, then, and then I um and then I got off the plane and I was in New York and I got a taxi to my friend's house. I stayed over and then I got up in the morning, got on the train, went to meet um my other friend who has bought a house in the Hamptons and it is very nice, but very sedate. Sure. Because my friend, don't forget, had been in a diner once with the bareback contessa. So he's Sorry, got a lot to talk contessa. about. Her. Um, he's, he's got, got a lot. Of talk he's to... got a lot to say about the whole experience. Of course, I can imagine. Their house is beautiful. His partner is an interior designer. It's stunning. Clang, of course. Clang. It's stunning. What is he thinking? Muted colours, or is he? Oh my goodness! The so it's all a beautiful white tone. That's like so. We're never having children. 
Absolutely not. And the floorboards. Uh, only adults can come in this house. Only absolutely and no jam no jam for anyone no making toffee no running a bath and there was um, there was wood flooring which they'd had to like take oh, up the sticky carpet people love doing that don't they what we did oh. was we ripped up the, the, ripped the up floorboards the underneath were fantastic actually fantastic they were yeah. actually wonderful all we had to do was sand them down sand them down stained them stained this beautiful dark stain Susie it was gorgeous did you love it so much light yeah I really loved it and some lovely um just a lovely time sat there. Sure. We went for a little walk down along the beach. We went for a little walk around the galleries where they sell furniture. At one point, my friend's partner said, how much is this coffee table? The shop assistant said, it's $8,000. Nobody flinched. It was like that. <gasps> Did you flinch? Yes. Inwards, though, so that no one <laughs> I kept know. it buried, yeah. Eight grand. That's £4,000. Oh, no, that's like seven. Six, seven. Is that how bad the pound is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that is a huge disappointment. In for a penny. In for a pound, literally. In for a pounding. So, <laughs> in for a pounding. Um, and, um, uh, That'd be a great name for a drag queen, Penny Pounding. Penny Pounding, <laughs> yes. My friend used to go on holidays organised by a company called Throb Holidays. Great name. So, assuming they were gay. He went to Gran Canaria. Well, there you go. Did he know Derek? No, not Derek, Graham. He, I think, was friends with Graham, yeah. I think Graham might well have... Um, have Introduced been him to Mike. Yeah, I think Graham would have been there and they would have been like, oh, Graham's funny, but would have just talked to Mike and would have totally ignored Graham. That's the other thing that happens with power uh, gays. Oh, yeah. So Graham would probably have to go and get the drinks and things? Graham, yeah, Graham would be, like, responsible for Or, like, we'd things. go and tan. We'd be like, I'm going to go and tan. And they'd be like, sure, Graham, see you later. Oh, Whereas, he's like, cute. He's sweet, he's so isn't cute, he? He's so cute, isn't he? Oh, he's so adorable. He's been so great to me. All that sort of thing. Sure. But then there'd just be, like, high-level conversations which would be literally over Graham's head. Graham's not very tall, I don't think, either. Sure. Well, I mean, he's got to make the chorus line. He's got to fit into those tap shoes, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, lovely time in the Hamptons. Came back, lovely couple of days. Snowed in New York. Beautiful. Walking around. Then it was rainy. Fine. Just got lost in New York. Went out on the Tuesday. Got drunk with my friend Tom, which is not me. No, it wasn't a mirror. It wasn't a mirror. I got drunk with a mirror. Ended up in some sort of karaoke bar in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Do you have some memories of seeing Island in the Stream? Is yes, that right? Yeah. yeah. Couldn't make any of the words, Paul. Sure, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. Sounds lovely. How was your Easter weekend? My Easter weekend was very nice. I mean, it was, it was a little while ago now, wasn't it? Um, mm. Yeah, it was how long we haven't seen each other, dear. I know, dear, I know. Um, yeah, it was lovely. Went home to Pompey, did a gig in Sheffield on the Saturday. It was a Ooh, long way long. to Portsmouth afterwards. And then, yeah, very nice this weekend. Had a birthday party. Oh. Got drunk. Sure you did. Sure. Had a sort of awkward moment where I bumped into my... Well, it wasn't that awkward, but I bumped into my ex. She was with her new boyfriend. I was with my girlfriend. And then oh. I did that thing where I sort of overcompensated because I felt quite awkward about the whole thing. So talked quite a lot at him, being like, so what do you do? What's your life like? And how are you? And I'm, I'm totally fine with the that's situation. Lovely. And I'm very laid back. And this is all totally fine. Because that's and I think kind. I came across as sort of like drunk and mad. No, you would never come across that. You're a kind person. Thank you, Tom. Who finally. is trying to make... Finally, I'll acknowledge it. Um, <laughs> who's nice... And wants to make an awkward situation better. Like, that's a very generous thing to do. You could yeah. have flounced off. You could have, you know, other people might have done that. Or been... Sure. Sure. But you weren't. No, I, I, you know, I guess, I guess you're right. But it was a little bit awkward. But I think those things will always be. Yeah, when do they not be awkward, you know? But, but like, in six years' time, when we've not... Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, when we run into each other, it's like, oh, hi, how are you? And it's like, oh, what were you... 
yeah, another lifetime ago we were together. You know, it's that yeah. sort of thing. Well, also, I think sometimes the upset around those situations, my therapist was talking to me about this. You know how I love to relay Oh, my God, I, I'm getting therapy. Thank you. You're welcome. Do I have to pay she, you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll forward it on. And um, she said to me, you know, sometimes it's easy to exist in the fantasy or to exist, she calls it the dark side, but, like, the fantasy being, like, oh, all those ex-partners are having this dream life. Everybody's so happy. They're having... Everything's amazing. They must be, like... They must look back on the time with me as this embarrassing time. Oh, yes. Totally. She said, that's the fantasy. You don't realise the reality is... It's not, like, the dark side. It's not, like, everything's terrible. It's, like, they're just having a completely normal, probably quite boring time. Yeah. Going, like, oh, hi. Oh, what happened with that? coffee table you ordered or you know whatever yeah totally and I think that's the thing of going of being like well you know I assume everyone's laughing at me I think that's my biggest that's fear that's the dark side that's, that's the dark side my, my biggest fear is always like and I suppose I left and they all just laughed at me they laughed that I exist it's so ridiculous isn't it yeah we do that don't we but that's the dark side and then the fantasy is like they're having this amazing time all yeah. the time and yeah. everything is so sorted and contented when actually the reality is in the middle yeah and the other thing that she said to me was like, you know, we have to live in the now, like live with what's in front of us, not be like, oh, my goodness, in the future, we're going to run into them and they're going to be this and they're going to be that. And I'm going to be so embarrassed. Like, doesn't, that's in the, that's in the non-existent future, fantasy future. Totally. Yeah. And it's not even that, that I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to just more like, I don't know. I, th- I think that's a thing that I sort of carry from my teenage years or something like the idea mm. of being laughed at. I think oh. that was maybe why I do comedy, because. I'm, like, deciding what people can laugh at. Oh, takes ownership of it. Interesting. Yeah. Never thought of that before. Yeah. Now, John, we had a suggestion from on. one of our dear, dear, dear listeners. Mm. Now, I don't know how you say their name. I think it's... How would you say this? N-I-R-U. N-I-R-U. Yeah. Niru? Niru? Yeah. yeah. And they have suggested... They'd love to hear us talk about how we became comfortable with how we present ourselves, especially in terms of appearance. It's something that has affected them recently and feels that it probably affects other members of the LGBT plus community. Ooh, Tom. good question there. Very I good. Think, I think that, uh, well, it's an ongoing thing, isn't it? I don't think I am. I think, again, it's that thing of the fantasy. We assume that everybody else is like, I um, am so beautiful, I am perfect. I'm having this wonderful time. <laughs> I'm having this wonderful time. And then we're just like, why am I like that? Oh, my God, I should be like, you know, Totally, blah, blah. yeah. And I think that it takes time, doesn't it, just to be, like, comfortable in yourself. But actually, I think whenever we take that risk and go, like, hmm, maybe I like this. Maybe I try on wearing bright colours or whatever. It's like, hmm, this is a nice feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I think that is the thing that I've sort of learned more recently. I mean, it certainly wasn't something that I got to grips with as sort of a teen or even in my early 20s. Of, like, I quite like dressing up. Yeah. And, like, I like wearing a suit and I like wearing, like, a long drapey coat and shiny shoes and mm. slicking my hair and wearing bright lipstick. But it's me taken too. me quite a long time to have the confidence to do that. One of our friends, Felicity Ward, has a hilarious piece of material about how you feel the first time you wear red lipstick. Oh. And in the house, you sort of feel like Beyonce. You put on, like, Beyonce and you feel great about yourself. And then at the moment you leave the house, you feel quite embarrassed of it. Oh. And it really made me laugh. And it's, it's a great observation because it really made me laugh because it's... So true that, like, you know, in your bedroom, you can be like, I look great, this is amazing, this is wonderful, I really, really oh. good. And then as soon as you're at the stage where you're, like, slightly too far 
to go back and get changed. You're mm. like, well, I look like this tonight. Oh. And you just ha- sort of have to own it. Oh, that's... I'd never realised that. Um, yeah, and I feel like that's how I feel, certainly when I first started wearing suits, which now I feel very comfortable in. Yeah. But there was a while when I was like, I'm wearing a suit and it's a boy's one. Oh, my God, do I look silly? I'm trying to do this sort of weird... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, you know... Um, j- gender thing where I'm like well I'm quite girly in some ways but quite boyish in others and I like mashing those two things up and yeah and it should be quite a while to be like yeah that's fine yeah yeah, and no one I, cares. I mean, I remember growing up and it'd be like, oh, do you have to dress like that? As we know, I had quite eccentric tastes growing sure, up. Sure, sure, sure. But now I've got older and I'm like, well, I want to wear a suit. I can wear a suit every day. Yeah. If I want. Yeah, it looks great. And like, my dad would still say to me like, go on, put something comfortable on. Don't spoil your nice clothes. I'm like, I like sitting around in suits. I like wearing suits. Yeah. And, um. What does he want you to put on? Like a tracksuit? Yeah. Something comfy just to wear around the house, which I get. But. I can't imagine you in a tracksuit. Oh, I do. Like, Mum bought me some tracksuit bottoms for Christmas, which she bought in Poundland. Because <laughs> she said you can wear them down the gym. Sure. Absolutely not. Where are they? They're, in, they're at the moment in a pile of clothes on my bedroom floor next to a pile of ties, which I will be wearing. And the tracksuit bottoms from Poundland, I think I'm less likely to wear. I think so. What about tracksuit bottoms with shoes? Obviously, the most elegant of all looks. <laughs> Tracksuit bottoms with brogues. Oh. Yeah. A cinched in ankle to show off the shape of the shoe. It's weird, like, I remember trying to explore that and people were like, oh, why are you dressed like that? Why? Oh, you don't have to go dress like that. What, what are you dressed like that for? Like, yeah. people, particularly in like, any kind of suburban setting, dare I say? Sure. I did say any kind of, a lot of different situations, people would be like, don't be flamboyant. Don't be ex- too exuberant. Ble- yeah. Let's all blend, blend in. Blend, blend. That's, fashion becomes a lot about, like, trends become a lot about, like, how to tribalize sure whereas actually but that's why i love like bold patterns and stuff yeah i think it's about expression yeah me too really creative opportunity i saw someone now i don't know whether they would say i didn't speak to them but they were walking through um waterloo and they may have been maybe they identify as queer or maybe they were trans or maybe they were in it was a drag thing i'm not i I wouldn't like to say i couldn't guess but they wouldn't like to label them yourself no of course not because that is one's own Choice and Susie, decision. don't panic about this. You're doing really well on this. Thank you, thank you so much. Doing so anyway, well. don't they mess it up. looked phenomenal. Did they? So powdered face, like oh. pre-Raphaelite. Is that when Pre-ra- they used to powder oh. it? You know. Oh yeah, powder. like sort of yeah. Then like green, very bright eyes. Lovely. Orange hair that had been like coloured to like a bright orange, and then I think like a, a '60s mini dress. Oh, lovely. Heels. It, they looked like so. Bonkers and fabulous. Yeah, but, but, we I, need did, people but, like but that. I I made eye contact with them, and I like, I really nearly went. You look great, and I stopped myself. And I did, no, I didn't stop myself, but I just didn't say I didn't say it in time or something. And afterwards, I thought I would really. I bet they get so many looks. Where people are like, "Ugh, what are you doing?" Yeah, people must. I do that wish all the time. that I had had the wherewithal to take oh. out my earphones and go. You look great. Well, but then if you smiled, I think that's yeah, as good that's as. enough in London. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's basically a bunch of flowers, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but they, uh, I remember and still feel that, like people who are in any way different to the mainstream in the way yeah. they dress and present themselves. Like, But I grew up in a world which was very much like, oh, why do, why do they think they are dressing like that? Oh, what's that? Oh, God, look at this. Oh, don't look, don't stare. Yeah. Oh, like all of that like, sort oh, of thing. What, 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 what do they think they are? And they think they are. And it's almost like such a shame. They think a lot of themselves. They think a lot of themselves that they could go out dressed like that. And it's like everyone else goes out dressed like normal. And I don't which know. Which is just like, Ugh. But then it gets, like, sometimes as well when that normality becomes a bit fetishised, I find that a bit difficult because 
I don't know. What like, do you mean? Like when there's that, like, uh, it's less overt now, but like that mass for mass thing, or like, like I just want to go out with someone normal, like that kind of thing. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I don't hear that as blatantly put as that, but like there are often times when people are like gravitating towards someone. And it's like yeah, flamboyance is right. sort of like sometimes not seen as. It's something it's not, to celebrate. It's not celebrated as much, exactly. And, and it should be. And I think it requires so much strength. It's so charismatic. Oh God, it's so attractive. So it took me so strength. long to learn that because I always wanted to be like extravagant. And, <clears throat> so and, much and strength. I've always thought like, oh, people are going to be like, oh, who does he think? You know, like, like we say, that sort of shaming and like, oh. But that's how I felt about watching everybody's talking about Jamie. Right, right. Because it was so brave to be yeah. like, oh, I'm going to... Or like kinky boots or... You know, yeah, drags, or like, you know, we've spoken about it a number of times, Paris is Burning. You yeah, know, Drag Race and all of that. Yeah, which yeah. is, Paris is Burning, if anyone hasn't watched it, it's now on Netflix. Is it? And it is so brilliant and yeah. so important as a piece of queer history. Yeah, yeah. It's such a great, I mean, it's, yeah, it's really brilliant. Yeah. And then you realise about, about, like, obviously like RuPaul and, and the Drag Race has really kind of brought that forward a bit and it's meant that's celebrated a lot more as a means sure. of expression and a means of, like, being in a sort of, Bowie-esque and like Courtney, kind of... Courtney Act being on Big Brother. Oh, yes. Which I didn't watch an awful lot of, but she came across... Oh, again, pronouns. Is she being a she when she's in drag? Sure. Right? I mean... They came yeah. across fantastic. And got to know, like, became, like, really good mates with one of, like, the blokey guys in there. People... My dad's and... always said this. The world will take you at your own valuation. If you go, like, I'm fine with who I am. What's your problem? People are like, oh, okay. I think you're absolutely right. And I think for a long time, going back to... Nero's question like I think for a long time certainly being out on stage I was like oh like I'm, I'm one of those lesbians that you can really like and I haven't even met I've never met a lesbian that wasn't someone that I go well I could like you but there was something in my brain going yeah. just so you know I'm like I'm not I'm, I'm lovely I'm really nice I'm, I'm like a normal person yeah and I like was apologizing it took me it was such a journey of my own sort of self-discovery to be like oh stop apologizing for the fact that you're just being who you are that's great it's fine yes yes yeah absolutely and when you realize you don't need to apologize yeah like I say I do I do think it's a good bit of wisdom I do think the world takes your own valuation and I think Obviously, sometimes getting to that point of valuing yourself is, is the journey. But, yeah. But I think if you can be like, hey, this is me, I own it, people will step up to it and be like, okay. And as well, if they don't, then you know you, you're in control. You yeah, know, like you're totally. Not, I know it's easier said than done, but I think... Um, well, I remember one of my friends who has been out since he was about sort of 13, 14, people used to be awful to him at school. Oh, yeah. And um, the boys used to say to him, does your ass hurt this morning? And he would always turn around and go, yeah, your dad's got a massive dick. <laughs> and, like, to be that... That is very sassy. Like, but to be that, like, what's what's the kid going to say back to that? <laughs> what did the kid say back to that? I don't think much. What can you say? It's interesting. It's kind of fabulous, isn't it? Kind of fabulous to be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose the way we present ourselves is very... It's interesting, and I, I think we're all sort of made to be so self-conscious these days, in a way. Totally, yeah. And there's a lot of pressure. Like, I've enjoyed going to the gym mm -hmm. recently. And I've, I've even had a trainer in the last few weeks, which I've very much enjoyed having. Although, actually, yesterday, I thought I was going to be sick. Sure, sure. We've all got journeys. We're all on a journey, like I say. But I like the idea of being, like, a bit more sort of buff. Buffting. Buffting, if you will. But then I think, like, everyone's a work in progress, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And I think... I still haven't got the squares, but I'm working on it. <laughs> but, yeah, so 
That's my advice. That's your advice. Tom, you're still on tour, darling, aren't you? Yes, ma'am. Tell and we've me. just added dates oh to my God. the clang, autumn. Clang, clang. So if you feel like coming, we've even added Newcastle upon Tyne. Oh, lovely. The fog on the Tyne. And so um, if you feel like coming, the, the details are at tomindeed.com. And Susie, you have some fabulous dates coming up, including the homecoming in Portsmouth. Am I right? It, you are so correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the dates are at suzyruffer.com. There's a handful left. And also I'll be putting on there. I know we've got a few listeners in Australia that very kindly got oh, in touch yes. to say that they want to come along when I'm touring out there. And so all the details will be going on my website in the next couple of weeks. Oh, that's going to be great. Can't yes, wait. So it's exciting. Really fun. And also my Edinburgh show will be going on sale soon. So keep an eye <gasps> yes. out for that. Don't worry, I'll be tweeting about it non-stop. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. All right. Well, um, thanks so much for joining us. Um, and we'll see you next time. Time. On Like-Minded Friends. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye